or do you want me to just do the thing? I can do the readings. Okay, just if she's not there, if Aaliyah pops in, she's got it. Okay. I'll I'll plan, I'll be ready, if, if not. 12 to 12. All right, Ed, have you ever responded? I'm sorry, I was I was muted. I can. Okay. If Aaliyah doesn't show, oh, there she is. There's there's our Aaliyah. We're good. Okay. All right. Excellent. So we're about a minute early, but we could start talking about this. And you guys can hear me okay? Yes, sir. Loud and clear. All right. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay. I'm at my brother's house, so I'm set up in a, a, a room on the side here. Lights right in my eyes there. All right, 4.30. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone first. Our Psalms today are Psalm 140 and Psalm 141, and uh, on 141, we're doing just verses one through four. Um, let's see here. We have some thank for uh, giving verses to start. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty and thy presses, presses shall burst out with new wine. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. Let us confess, humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. Penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 140. 
That's on page 516, and we'll do the first four verses of Psalm 41 immediately following. Deliver me, O Lord, from the evil man, and preserve me from the wicked man. Who imagine mischief in their hearts, and stir up strife all the day long. They have sharpened their tongues like a serpent. Adder's poison is up under their lips. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the ungodly. Preserve me from the wicked men, who are purposed to overthrow my goings. The proud have laid a snare for me, and spread a net abroad with cords, yea, and set traps in my way. I said unto the Lord, Thou art my God. Hear the voice of my prayers, O Lord. O Lord God, Thou strength of my health, Thou hast covered my head in the day of battle. Let not the ungodly have his desire, O Lord. Let not his mischievous imagination prosper, lest they be too proud. Let the mischief of their own lips fall upon the head of them that compass me about. Let hot burning coals fall upon them. Let them be cast into the fire and into the pit that they never rise up again. A man full of words shall not prosper upon the earth. Evil shall hunt the wicked person to overthrow him. Sure am I am that the Lord will avenge the poor and maintain the cause of the helpless. The righteous also shall give thanks unto thy name, and the just shall continue in thy sight. Psalm 141 Lord, I call upon thee, haste thee unto me, and consider my voice when I cry unto thee. Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth, and keep the door of my lips. O let not mine heart be inclined to any evil thing. Let me not be occupied in ungodly works with the men that work wickedness. Neither let me eat of such things as please them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 21st verse of the 11th chapter of the Book of the Wisdom of Solomon. For it is always in your power to show great strength, and who can withstand the might of your arm? Because the whole world before you is like a speck that tips the scales, and like a drop of morning dew that falls on the ground. But you are merciful to all, for you can do all things, and you overlook people's sins, so that they may repent. For you love all things that exist, and detest none of the things that you have made. For you would not have formed anything if you had hated it. How would anything have endured if you had not willed it? Or how would anything not called forth by you have been preserved? You spare all things, for they are yours, O Lord, you who love the living. For your immortal spirit is in all things. Therefore you correct little by little those who trespass, and you remind and warn them of the things through which they sin, so that they may be freed from wickedness and put their trust in you, O Lord. Here ends the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has showed strength with his arm, 
He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It begins the twelfth verse of the second chapter of the book of Revelation. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos, write, These things says he who has the sharp two-edged sword. I know your works and where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. And you hold fast to my name and did not deny my faith, even in the days which Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was killed among you where Satan dwells. But I have a few things against you, because you have, the, you have here those who hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit sexual immorality. Thus you also have those who hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which thing I hate. Repent, or else I will come to you quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna to eat, and I will give him a white stone, and on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. And to the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things says the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and his feet like fine brass. I know your works, love, service, faith, and your patience, and as for your works, the last are more than the first. Nevertheless, I have a few things against you, because you allow that woman Jezebel, who calls herself a prophetess, to teach and seduce my servants, to commit sexual immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And I gave her time to repent of her sexual immorality, and she did not repent. Indeed, I will cast her into a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her into great tribulation, unless they repent of their deeds. I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he who searches the minds and hearts, and I will give to each one of you according to your works. Now to you I say, and to the rest in Thyatira, as many as do not have this doctrine, who have not known the depths of Satan, as they say, I will put on you no other burden, but hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. They shall be dashed to pieces like the potter's vessels, as I also have received from my father, and I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Here ends the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O most merciful Father, who has blessed the labors of the husbandmen in the returns of the fruits of the earth, we give thee humble and hearty thanks for this thy bounty, beseeching thee to continue thy loving kindness to us, that our land may still yield her increase to thy glory and our comfort through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone, and once again, um, happy um, Thanksgiving. Um, it's interesting on a Thanksgiving because we give thanks to God, and one of the things we acknowledge is that God is in control, that he's the one that provides the crops. He's the one that brings the rain. Um, he's in control of politicians. He's in control of kings. And uh, we don't have to sweat that stuff because he, he's got it. So our job is to be faithful and remember that he's got it and let him have it. So as we're moving forward into Advent, um, the prophecy or the, the purpose of John the Baptist or the, the prophecy about John the Baptist from his father after his birth, and he said, make straight or prepare the way of the Lord. And so that's what our job is going to be, is to make straight the way of the Lord in our own lives. So there's some things like it's a good time of as we head towards Advent to even ask God to start revealing to us what it is that might be between us and him so that he can start to change that. And I know Bishop and has been talking about and some of the other clergy have been talking about, and I, I'm going to talk about it too, um, Advent's uh, semi-penitential season. We don't, it's not like a, a, it's not like the big one, Lent, but a friend of mine used to call it Advent. And so um, she always encouraged me to give something up, and I usually do. And um, I find it's usually something that gets between me and God. And what I like to do is replace it with something. So I'll replace TV with some reading that I needed to be get doing anyway or prayer. And so um, that'd be one thought. Um, and for some of us, it's good to be able to say no to alcohol for a few weeks. So um, as Bishop says, it's, 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 good to, it's good to be able to say no to anything that you say yes to. And this is a good time to show you can do it. So we look into um, into the book of wisdom tonight, and um, there's a verse that said God can, can destroy the world in a single breath. And as I started out, I mentioned that you know one of the things we remember is God's in charge of all this. But the reason He doesn't destroy it in a single breath is because of His mercy and love. 
And he recognizes the good inherent in man and creation. And we think of that because of original sin. We kind of forget that we were created good. But um, we started uh, way back, if you remember uh, Genesis 11:24, he said, uh, God saw everything he made and indeed, excuse me, Genesis 1:31. God saw everything he had made and indeed it was very good. So God continues to give us the opportunity to believe in him. And in, in uh, verse two, it says, therefore, um, you correct little by little those who trespass and remind and warn them of the things through which they sin so they may be freed from wickedness and put their trust in you, O Lord. So that's kind of our task for um, the, this last week of uh, Trinity and as we go into Advent is to correct those, have allowed God to, to correct those things in us. So we move into Revelation and we see letters to two churches, Pergamos and Thyatria. I think I said that. I think um, Elias said it better than I did. But um, in Pergamos, John, the, St. John writes that where Satan's throne is. And so this is the center of a lot of the pagan religions, uh, satanic opposition and, um, and, and the Gentile base for false religions. Um, and he talks to the angel in the church of Pergamos. An angel was used as like what we think of as an angel, but it was also used as messenger because you wouldn't have necessarily an angel running the church. So they would be writing it to the person in charge of the church, the uh, pastor, bishop, or uh, whatever they called them. Then that was their, their, um, that would who, who the angel would be. In other words, you guys got to get, you got to get your people together. In Thyateria, the, uh, I wish Leah would come on and just tell me how she pronounced it. I, I heard that and I went, that was really good. The woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophetess. So he's calling a woman Jezebel because she hearkens or likes unto the Jezebel that we've read about in uh, Kings. Um, and they're teaching the people to um, to commit sexual immor immorality and eat things sacrificed to idols. And if you remember in Acts 15 when, um, when Paul came back and the Jerusalem church said to the um, Gentile church, you know, don't eat, don't eat things sacrificed to idols. Don't eat blood and stay away from sexual immorality. Those were the three things. So they're um, being seduced into doing this thing. So in the American culture, we face a choice to try to blend into society or stand out in the culture of this culture of compromise. So a lot of people in our churches today, they're attempting to marry both wives in a spiritual sense. We serve God and money or whatever idol, other idol we have, sex, whatever it is. But we can only serve one master, and our culture is reaching a tipping point where where we have to choose who we will follow, and it might require even sacrifice. We can serve gods or God, um, like the church in Ephesus. We resist the Nicolaitans and uh, their attempts to drag us into their acts of idolatry and Im immorality. So today on Thanksgiving, we pause to give thanks. Well, actually, every day we pause, but today we especially pause to give thanks. And it can be a time to recommit and refocus our lives on him to whom we offer our thanksgiving and allow him to work in our lives. Let's continue with the intercession on page 590. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, 
and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in need trouble, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities, for his sake who went about doing good. Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Continuing with the thanksgiving just below that. To our prayers, O Lord, we join our unfeigned thanks for all thy mercy, for our being, our reason, and all other endowments and faculties of soul and body, for our health, friends, food, and raiment, and all the other comforts and conveniences of life. Above all, we adore thy mercy in sending thy only Son into the world to redeem us from sin and eternal death, and in giving us the knowledge and sense of our duty towards thee. We bless thee for thy patience with us, notwithstanding our many and great provocations, for all the directions, assistances, and comforts of the Holy Spirit, for the conti thy continual care and watchful providence over us through the whole course of our lives and particularly for the mercies and benefits of the past day, beseeching thee to continue those thy, these thy blessings to us and to give us grace to show our thankfulness in, this, in a sincere obedience to his laws, through whose merits and intercessions we receive them all. Thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. I get you back to your families now, and you can continue the Thanksgiving celebration. Thank you, Aliyah. It was a great reading. I appreciate it so much. It's great to be with you, and I'm thankful for each and every one of you. Well, thank happy you, Deacon Bob. You have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody.